Welcome to Drop the Bags, Bitch, the podcast, where we talk about healing from traumatic marriages and divorces. I'm your host, Melinda Gerdung, certified life coach, domestic violence survivor, and the divorce coach for women who want to get over their ex and live their best life. Hello, my friends. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about gaslighting. I think most of us who have been in any sort of toxic relationship before have experienced gaslighting. The definition of gaslighting, officially per the dictionary, is gaslighting is a manipulation tactic where someone tries to get someone else to question their own memory, judgment, or experience. And you know you have experienced gaslighting when you are experiencing extreme self-doubt. You are questioning if you are crazy, you are questioning if your memories are right. You begin to, to have an erosion of the trust in your own ex- life experience and what you are perceiving. Gaslighting, for some reason, seems to come up in my own life a lot. Uh, Just a few months ago, I experienced some gaslighting. I'm not sure. Uh, I will probably never know for sure if the gaslighting was um, intentional or unintentional, but... It was, it happened during a conversation with my dad. He was relaying some kind of, of memory of my first plane ride when I was like two years old um, and I had diarrhea the whole flight flying to, from Arizona to New Jersey. And I was kind of laughing about it and thinking and saying, and I said, oh, that also happened to my sister on her first flight. I remember her, I was like nine years old and she was um, a small infant. I remember her having diarrhea the entire flight and my mom constantly either changing her in the seat or going to the bathroom and it was like disgusting. And then he was like, no, no, that didn't happen. It was you that had diarrhea on the plane. I'm like, maybe I did, but my sister also did. And he was like, no, 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 you, it was you. It didn't, so I'm sharing my memory and he's saying, no, that didn't happen. And I think because, you know, this memory is from when I was like nine years old. So I started to question, well, maybe like did I remember wrong (laughs) like what the heck so I actually ended up texting my sister not the one who (laughs) had diarrhea on the plane but my a sister that's closer to to my age and asking her I was like hey do you remember when our youngest sister had diarrhea on the plane she's like yeah and she you know, was able to recall her own memories of that. And I was like, oh, yeah, my our dad just like totally denied that that happened. And it's that that weird feeling where you're like questioning your own memories, right? Did I make that up? Like, did I dream it? Like, am I crazy? That is what happens when you have been gaslit, that feeling like 
you are starting to doubt your own memories. And I touched on this a little bit about unintentional versus intentional gaslighting because you can be unintentionally gaslit, right? We, yet we all know that two people can go through the exact same situation together and they both will have a completely different experience of the event. So then they might have two different versions of what happened, right? So which one is right? Both of them are right. The gaslighting would happen when you take on someone else's experience as more truthful than your own. So even if someone didn't have the malicious intent of gaslighting you, it could have that effect, that same exact effect, if you deferred to their experience over your own. And I think this usually happens when there is a power differential, like between parents and children, a boss and employee, a pastor and their congregants. And it can also happen when you have a relationship that you value preserving over the relationship you have with yourself, which is very common in romantic relationships. So in the story I just shared, there was that power differential between me and my dad, right? He was an adult at the time of the the memory in question and I was a child. I had a child's memory. I, in that moment, whether, you know, he probably, knowing my dad, he probably wasn't intentionally, maliciously um, trying to make me question my own memories as an abuse tactic. But because there was that power differential there, it had the effect of gaslighting because I questioned my own experience. And we can gaslight ourselves as well. And I used to do this all the time. I always assumed that I was in the wrong about things. I always thought that I must have interpreted something wrong or I remembered wrong or they're smarter than me so they probably know something that I don't. I remember this, this one really prominent time where I had this long-standing relationship with a mentor at the company that I was working for at the time. Uh, we had, he had been my mentor for years. We had done lunches with me and another coworker and him for the, for the purpose of mentoring and furthering our professional developments. I considered him to be a really good friend then when I started going through my divorce, he kind of changed towards me and things started, he started behaving towards me in a way that was uncomfortable and felt inappropriate. He was a married man and I was a woman, a much younger woman in the process of a divorce and the way he started coming or saying things to me started to feel icky to me he like texted me one night like kind of later in the night saying something about how he, is my spare bedroom ready that he might have to come stay with me and I s was thinking it was a joke and I kind of jokingly replied yo you mean the chihuahua bedroom because I have two chihuahuas 
And he was like, X on the chihuahuas, make me a better offer. And I was like, wow, this just got really inappropriate. And then immediately after I thought that, I immediately started to gaslight myself and I started to say, no, you must be misunderstanding. He wouldn't be inappropriate to you. You are just taking things the wrong way. And luckily, that self-gaslighting didn't last very long. Like I, I was able to catch on to myself and be like, oh, hold on a minute. Like I'm not a stupid person. I was not born yesterday. I do know things and I am picking up on something like I am uncomfortable. I do not like this situation and I'm not wrong. And so then I decided to believe myself and not to try to talk myself out of my own observations, my own experience, my own feelings. I, I have noticed that I especially do this with men. I was constantly assuming this attitude that if a man said it, especially a man in a position of power, like my mentor who was a, a director, a high-level director in the company was, then they mu must be right and I must be wrong. I must be mistaken. That kind of theme... Um, is something I notice playing out with me over and over and over again. And this is a direct result of the patriarchy. And this realization really sickened me at first. I felt so disgusted with myself. But what I had to come to realize is that it is not my fault. Of course I am doing that. I have been breathing the toxic air of the patriarchy my whole life. Of course it is going to affect me. And it was, in, it was very prevalent in the Mormon cult, right? You had to defer to the wisdom of your leaders, even if it contradicted with your own feelings or your own integrity, right? You were wrong, they were right. So of course, I learned how to gaslight myself. I had been told both indirectly and directly that others knew better than me. So of course I'm going to defer to others' experiences over my own. And when you have been subject to gaslighting for a long period of time, it makes you not trust yourself anymore. And this is why abusers love this tactic so much because it is one of the things that keeps you dependent on them and it makes it one of the things that makes it so hard to leave because you feel like you can't trust yourself to make the right decision you're always left in that state of never feeling certain of your own judgment or your own mental capacities the antidote to gaslighting is becoming completely solid in your self-trust. When you trust in yourself completely, you become ungaslightable. You are able to hold that someone else could possibly have another experience that contradicts your own and it doesn't 
make your experience any less valid. You are able to hold that dichotomy, that face it just exists in the world, right? Two different people go through the same experience and experience it completely different. Both experiences are valid. But when you trust yourself completely, you are not available for putting anyone else's version of reality ahead of your own. And this is something that I've been practicing a lot these days. I am continuously checking in with my body. Like, does this resonate with me? Does this feel true to me? Your body knows the difference. So I'm constantly checking in with my body. And I have decided that I am not less than anyone else and I have a right to my own memories and experiences and it doesn't matter if someone disagrees with me. I am practicing being able to say that doesn't line up with my experience or that's not how I experienced it and not needing to throw blame or make accusations, right? Just being really solid in my own truth and always having my own back. And I want to touch a little bit on what gaslighting isn't. So gaslighting is not someone disagreeing with you. People disagree about things all the time. Like we all have different views. If I blow someone else's difference of opinion off, even if their intent was to gaslight me, it is not gaslighting if I blow them off. It The gaslighting didn't happen to me because I did not take on their reality over my own. I did not question my own experience. Gaslighting only happens to you if you start questioning your own reality or experience or memories. If someone experienced the same event differently and you were like, okay, whatever, or just thought they were wrong or cuckoo, then it isn't gaslighting when they contradict you. So my ex-husband who who was abusive and he would try to intentionally try to gaslight me so there was this one time I had woken up and I was kind of laying in my bed in the middle of the night just thinking just thinking in my own head and I suddenly see him get up in the bed and like pound on it with his hands just like like he's pounding on a drum and then immediately like lay back down really quick and pretend to be asleep. And so I asked him about it the next day. I was like, why did you bang on the bed like that? And he's like, I didn't. And I'm like, yeah, you did. I was awake and I saw you do it. And he was like, no, you were crazy. And even though in that moment he was trying to convince me that what happened is not what happened, like he was trying to gaslight me, I did not get gaslighted because I never questioned my own memory and the reality of what happened. Like I saw clearly what was happening. So I did not experience the gaslighting. I knew he was full of shit, right? He was trying. He tried to gaslight me, but I did not get gaslit because I never questioned my own reality. I knew he was trying to manipulate me and I never questioned it. Now, if 
the same situation had happened where he banged on the bed and then told me I was crazy. And then I started wondering if I made the whole thing up and when I was cuckoo, then I would have experienced gaslighting. But because I never um, accepted his truth as greater than my own, I did not get gaslit. The final thought I want to leave you with is that it can be really uncomfortable to stand in your own truth, especially in the face of contradiction. It can be really scary to say to someone, no, that doesn't match up with my memories. It risks upsetting people and it is also worth it. The relationship and solidarity you have with yourself is the most important. Nurture that at all costs. Allow the discomfort to be there. Right? This is what builds the strength and resiliency to not be controlled anymore by toxic people. So until next time, my friends, practice trusting yourselves no matter what. Hey, so if you're liking what you're hearing on the podcast, you'll definitely want to check out my mailing list. It's where I send all my little tips and tricks for fast-tracking your healing. Plus, I'll send you my breakup survival guide when you subscribe. You can find me at melindagerdongcoaching.com slash subscribe. See you there.